Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the C1 Speaking Podcast. Today, we're diving into a topic that has sparked much debate among learners and experts alike. The 10,000-hour rule of mastering a skill. Have you heard about it? It's the idea that to become truly great at something, you need to dedicate approximately 10,000 hours of practice to it. It's quite a number, isn't it? In today's episode... We're exploring this concept from the angle of a typical C1 exam question. Actually, I believe I found this question in the book Complete Advanced 3rd Edition from Cambridge University Press. I jotted it down a few weeks ago when collecting questions for this podcast, I think. Yes, yes, I'm pretty sure it was from that particular book. Anyway, back to the episode. What can you expect? First, we'll hear from someone who firmly believes in this rule and has shaped their learning process around it. Then, we'll look at a couple of collocations from the answer in more detail. Now, whether you're a believer in the 10,000-hour rule or a skeptic, this episode promises to shed light on this intriguing topic. So, let's dive into the heart of the discussion with a typical C1 speaking exam question. Some people say it takes 10,000 hours to master any new skill. Do you agree? Ah, the 10,000 hour rule. I think it was popularized by Malcolm Gladwell in his book Outliers. I must say, I'm a firm believer in this concept. And it's not just a number, but a testament to the power of dedication and relentless practice. Think about the Beatles, one of the greatest bands in history. Before they ever set foot in America, they performed in Hamburg, Germany, playing long sets night after night. This intense period of practice was crucial to their success, giving them the experience and confidence they needed to captivate audiences worldwide. Now, I understand some might argue that talent plays a significant role in the learning curve, and I don't dismiss that. But talent without the backbone of hard work and hours of practice can only take you so far. To me, the example of the Beatles underscores the importance of effort and perseverance. And in my own journey, Embracing the idea behind this rule has been transformative. It has taught me that mastery isn't an overnight achievement, but the result of consistent, deliberate practice. It's about showing up, day after day, dedicated to improvement. You know, the beauty of this approach is its simplicity. It demystifies the process of achieving greatness making it accessible to anyone willing to put in the time. So, 
In today's model answer, we touched upon some phrases that you could use across a wide range of discussions. Let's delve into a couple of them, shall we? First up, deliberate practice. And this collocation indicates a focused, goal-oriented approach to learning. So can you repeat after me? Deliberate practice. Exactly, well done. So deliberate practice. And deliberate practice refers to a focused and structured approach to improving specific aspects of a skill. So it involves setting clear objectives, receiving immediate feedback, and continuously pushing beyond one's comfort zone. Let's look at two example sentences. So the first one is, through deliberate practice, she improved her foreign language skills significantly within one year. And the second example sentence, the writer's success was largely due to his commitment to deliberate practice, often spending hours each day honing his technique. There you go. Next, we have the term learning curve. So repeat after me, learning curve. Brilliant, well done. So the term learning curve is a bit more complicated. It refers to the graphical representation of the rate at which an individual learns a new skill over time. And this progression is not linear and can vary widely among different learners and skills. So for instance, some language learners may experience rapid progress, particularly when acquiring basic knowledge and skills, leading to a steep learning curve. However, it can also be the other way around. Initially, progress may seem slow as you grapple with the basics, but with continued practice and experience, the ability to learn and apply new knowledge accelerates. Listen to the next sentence for an example. The learning curve in writing podcast scripts can initially seem slow, but with deliberate practice, the ability to learn and apply new knowledge accelerates. There you go. That's about me. Let's look at the second example sentence. The learning curve for speaking a new language can be steep at the start, with rapid gains in basic communication skills. All right, now that we're almost at the end of this episode, I invite you to take a moment and think about the following question. Can you identify moments in your life of deliberate practice or recognize your own learning curve in mastering a skill? You could take learning English as an example, but of course you can pick any skill you've mastered or that you're trying to master right now. Okay then, that wraps up episode 56 of the podcast. I hope this lesson has helped you learn more about the 10,000 hour rule while improving your English. And by the way, in my other podcast, Build Your English, I dive deeper into this topic. There you can also listen to a viewpoint that debunks this theory, suggesting that perhaps there's more to skill mastery than just a hefty number of hours. And in addition, 
I'll be sharing my personal take on this topic, giving you some insights from my own journey with language and learning. I will put a link to that episode in the description of this podcast episode, if that makes sense. So check out the description of this episode. Finally, if you're keen on getting transcripts of future episodes, make sure to visit c1speakingcourt.com and sign up for the newsletter. It's an excellent resource and serves as a tool for further study. And that really brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you found it insightful and fun to listen to. And if you enjoy the podcast, I'd be grateful if you shared it with friends who are also on their journey to mastering English. Together, let's continue to grow and learn. Until next time, keep learning, stay healthy, and as always, happy speaking. Talk soon, my friends. Goodbye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. patreon.com slash build your English patreon.com slash build your English